Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So I think this is the first Sunday <laughs> where the Lions was actually home that you were not in attendance. Man. Man. <laughs> so what does that tell you, Rodney? <laughs> what does that <laughs> Stay your ass away from the game. <laughs> <laughs> Stay far away from the fucking game. For those of you who don't know, I was a little under the weather. So um I wasn't feeling well. So I was like, you know what? Since I'm sick, let me just go to work. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up, but that's what happened though. So yeah, I was gonna go to the game and I was like, ah, let me call off from work. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go to work. I'm not feeling good. I'm hacking. But I, I'm starting to feel better now. I'm not hacking anymore. So, got me some tea packs. I'm feeling better. But you're right, Rodney. I got to stay away from the game. Yeah. So, Lions, uh, they actually beat Aaron Rodgers. Um, three interceptions. Um, I was a little shocked that, you know, Dan Campbell fired Arby President last week, but maybe that was the right call. Uh, Big shout out to uh, Joseph, the the rookie, two interceptions. Aiden Hutchinson with an interception. Um, yeah, good good win, um, Lions. Um, good good overall weekend in Michigan sports. If you think about it, uh, Michigan State beat Illinois early on Saturday. Yeah, good dub. Hell of a win. Broke yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, Michigan, after um, what it can only be described as a first-half scare, down 17-14. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, then let Rutgers score again after that. And I think at one point they scored like three touchdowns in a minute, like a minute and 45 seconds, or something ridiculous. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I wasn't even worried about that one either. Good dub. Um Georgia took care of Tennessee. Um, Notre Dame put a spanking on Clemson. And Alabama, uh, uncharacteristically, has lost two games in the season. You know what, Rodney? Um, I, I just got to vent real quick to you about some things. Um, some of these games were some bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had my fan duel working. I, I, pull, I said, ooh, let me. I won a couple of dollars a couple of times down the line. So I had like at least, like, I'm going I'm to put it to you like this. I lost like $250. That, that's not much to many people, but that, that means a lot to me. Okay. And I am pissed about everything. And today, I said, I'm going to win all this money back, Rodney. I knew the Lions were going to win today. I knew. So I felt it. Well, first they told me Lazar wasn't playing. So I was like, okay, Lions going to win this game easy. So I bet on the Lions to win. Then I said, you know what? I think the Red Wings are going to beat the Rangers. And they did in overtime. I mean, all of the teams that I wanted to win, Miami Dolphins won, um, a couple other teams won, and I lost one bet for $11,000, Rodney. $11,000. And the one bet was the Jets beat the fucking Buffalo Bills. I almost, I wanted to Crying shit on myself at the same time, Rodney. That's how sad I. <laughs> well, I guess you're not a fan of uh, Saucy Gardner right now. 
Man, <laughs> broke my heart in two. I, all the other wins, I didn't even expect to win. I mean, you always take a chance on the Red Wings and the Lions, but they all won. I had a crazy parlay going, like 15-game parlay, and the one game that beat me out was the fucking Jets against Buffalo, and that was a for-sure win for Buffalo in my mind. Now I'm discouraged. Yeah. So, I, I, uh, you're, you're a better man than me. I, uh, made the decision, uh, about two weeks ago, I was no longer betting on the NFL, <laughs> but I was stick with, with, um, college. Um, I did have Georgia beginning Tennessee. I actually had Notre Dame over Clemson. I, I lost that one too. So that that's part of my really big money is I lost over the weekend. Michigan State really broke my heart because I had a hundred dollars uh, riding on because um, I picked a lot of teams that I picked like the bunch of overdog uh, underdog over overdogs no underdogs here um, to win. Illinois is beating uh, Michigan State after Michigan State has so many players suspended. I'm thinking they're gonna roll over them, and then they wind up losing. And I bet a hundred dollars down on that whole thing. I had a, I had that one. I had Clemson beating uh, Notre Dame. I didn't have none of those teams lose. And I look up, and I had Alabama winning. All the for sure teams, and they lost. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, Alabama was the one uh, that killed me. I definitely, um, I guess, I got to be a believer of Brian Kelly right now. <laughs> I fucking hate Brian Kelly. I know. I we, both hate him. <laughs> we both hate him so much. Yeah, that's th- why I'm so pissed off. I'm discouraged. Yeah, so uh, you mentioned the Red Wings three in a row now. Yeah, looking pretty good. Um, shout out to the Houston Astro, Dusty Baker, bringing home his first chip. So. Um, I saw some footage in, from via the locker room celebration. He got a little drink on. Well deserved. I'm, I'm, I couldn't be happier for a person right now. Uh, yeah, shout out to Houston. Uh, Philly, they did their thing. It just felt it just felt like Houston just was destined to win, man. And every, you know what's crazy. I was I had uh I drafted a couple people from Houston and I had no choice but to follow them because they they actually the guys that I picked up were really good and they were knocking the ball out the park and every time I look up Houston would win the game and I'm like damn this Houston Astro team is really good and then I seen the mattress Mac midway <laughs> um, through the season he dropped some money on the win oh uh, yeah so he won seventy five million yeah I didn't think that they would uh would actually uh, pull it off. And then when I seen the Mattress Mac do that, and they just kept winning and winning the whole season. And then I, I realized the pitching was really good. I said, damn, they can win this. He's going to really actually win this. And it didn't take me to basically the end of the season. I was like, they're going to win the championship. Because I don't believe in the Yankees. I didn't see the Phillies coming over. I don't believe in uh, the Mets. The teams that were in it that well, were I'm, left. I'm happy the Phillies didn't win because every year they won, it's been a re- recession in the United States. So, <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, your boy Trump said he running again. Yeah, hold on to your seats. 
<laughs> I said, God damn. Yeah, um, yeah, this, the yeah, Tuesday would be very, very, very interesting, um, to, to say the least. Um, let's see which way America votes. Um, I do have a, a hot take about this whole Kyrie Irving situation. Okay. I see a lot of boycott the NBA. I stand with Kyrie. Um, I even have somebody yesterday compare Kyrie Irving to Muhammad Ali. <laughs> and I'm I'm so so uh, confused about where we're at as as a black people. Yeah, um, I, I I know you see it on the internet too, don't you? You see it on the internet when they when you go on the Bleacher Report. As soon as they talk about Kyrie Irving, if you see Kanye, they're saying that both of those guys are revolutionaries and they're fighting a good fight, Rodney. I'm still I'm still trying to figure out what they're fighting exactly. <laughs> exactly. What um I saw somebody post about you know Kyrie giving money to the WNBA, um he paid for some people's houses, all good, fine, dandy, um whatever. <laughs> um, but to to. To put him on the same level as as Muhammad Ali, who gave up basically three and a half years, almost four years of his boxing career, uh, for for his beliefs, uh, I I just don't see it. Um, I'm I'm still trying to figure out what was so monumental. Um, what exactly is is Kyrie stand? Because I don't think he even knows. Um, I wish he would have just apologized to begin with. Hey, I made a mistake. There are parts of the documentary I agree with. There are parts I don't that that I don't agree with. You know, I'm not anti-Semitic, and just moved on. I agree with his, you know, his what he said about black people and how we've been treated here in America. But I have no idea what his stance is. Right. Nobody does. And the thing is. People just that nobody does, but they just paint their own narrative. That's what I that's what I hate about us as a people, because we uh, we actually a lot of times we don't understand what's really going on. We just always paint our own narrative and just go with the flow of how we feel how things should be. Yeah, you know so like, yeah. I I don't know. I see people boycotting NBA. He suspended for five games. The The team did that. Adam Silver, the NBA, hasn't come out and spoke. I see people mad at LeBron. I don't get what LeBron said. That was so wrong. Yeah, they don't. People don't. If you ask, a lot of people don't understand any of what's going on. I'm going to be honest with you. If you have the average conversation, if me and you pulled a Jimmy Kimmel Live or one of the late show, and we went on, we did a word on the street. And we walked out there with a microphone. It reminds me of Trump supporters. You know, when you go ask them about certain things that's going on, they don't know what the hell was going on. They don't understand what, what was Hillary locker up. They didn't understand none of the half the shit that was going on. If you go and you ask somebody about what's going on with Kyrie Irving, they can't even fucking tell you. Mm -hmm. They can't even tell you. They don't, know, they don't know what's going on. 
They just know that it's Kyrie Irving. Yeah, and that's I, it. And I guess, like, how many people have actually seen a documentary that that he referred to? Probably very few right. people. Um, I see all these people from the Nation of Islam defending him. I have my own issue for Farrakhan. Um, I just think it's odd that you, the Nation of Islam has come to his defense when Kareem left the nation, Muhammad Ali left the nation, Malcolm X left the nation. I'm not saying, because I know some awesome people in the Nation of Islam, but where they're smoked, they're fire. Um, right. I, I just agree. don't understand... Both, I guess, my my whole thing is both things can be true, right? There, Kyrie was right in what he said about you know how black people have been treated in America and every and the plight of of black people here, right? But there's also owning up to your mistake, um, whether you believe. Things in the documentary, and I just own up to it. Whether you're anti-Semitic or you're not, you gotta realize, hey, I fucked up in this situation and take ownership. Right. That's what, and that's what I was just waiting on him to do. And that way, I think that would have, you know, it's okay, it's okay to, under, to know that, hey, I'm wrong in a situation, and you can go back and you re- can refute some of the things that you said. But for him, I think Ky- that's the wrong person to like actually bring certain things up. And like I said, with him and Kanye, you got people that have certain issues. This man believed the world is flat. And he wasn't joking. Okay? He has other issues going on in his mind, too. Especially the things that went on with COVID also. And um, I didn't agree with him on that also. Um, he just has a lot of different issues going on. And if people want to consider him being a revolutionary for that, then so be it. But I just, no, you can't fight hate with hate, Rodney. That's just, that's the thing. Like, you can't hate on another race that's going through damn near the same thing that we do, we are. But you know what? They all, they learn how to stick together. That's one thing I can say about the Jewish, I had said this last, our last time that we had this discussion, and I said with the Jewish community, they stick together, they make money together, and they come up together. And they, they, they took the time to understand business classes and understand and pick and choose whom they want to deal with and where they can get money at. Yeah, that and being I, a vulture? Yeah, that being yeah, a culture and that's, vulture? Yeah. And that's why I posted, like, Nas had the quote, like, that was your man back then. How could you gun him down? We supposed to be buying acres adjusting each other's crown. Right. And I, and I guess that would be my one critique is we need to do more – disagreement criticism um behind closed doors as stokely carmichael once said we need to close ranks uh i will say and this would go into our main topic one of my surprises from this year so far is floyd mayweather wow i'm kind of surprised by that one too here's why okay so we all by now, remember the slap heard around the world when Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock, right? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. Will Smith went into hiding. 
uh, not to be heard from for a few months. I mean, he was <laughs> seen fleeing to India. You know, you have fucked up when you have to <laughs> flee to India. Uh, <laughs> but uh, just recently, you know, Will Smith had um, reemerged. Um, Apple is actually going to release um, his movie Emancipation, I guess, next month. Um, so I don't know if you saw it, but he stopped by his old high school in Philly this week. Um, was at Morehouse either yesterday or today. Um, but one of the surprises that came out his interview was Floyd Mayweather, he said, called and checked on him for 10 days straight after the Oscar incident. Hmm. So wow. to me, that is that is beyond the scope of just a we know each other for being celebrities or whatever. Like that's that's genuine. Like I care for this brother. Let me make sure, you know, my friend is okay. Not something that I would based on Floyd's personality would expect from him. So um I have to get credit where credit is due. Because a lot of people was killing Will Smith and and Floyd to do that, uh, just it's it's big ups on his character in, in my book. Yeah, and he would know a thing or two about uh, certain situations, man. And you know, one thing I can say about that, Rodney, and it, you know, I, I am I'm you know, I actually just seen something with Floyd Mayweather too, and. And I, I was on my uh, burner account. And I think I like talk shit about him because um, <laughs> he was actually um, lending an olive branch to uh, Kyrie Irving. He said he wrote him a letter and he started reading it aloud. And I was like, he didn't write that shit. That's what I basically said in my burner account. I thought that was funny. But uh, <laughs> but no, um, my thing is, man, like with America and in, in, in the way America is set up, man, it's always home of the second chance second third fourth fifth and sixth chance yeah if you are a celebrity and if you're a celebrity yeah if you're a celebrity if you're a celebrity yes oj i i believe Kyrie will get a second chance oh no he he, this is his fourth chance yeah fourth fifth he like a black cat at this point um yeah and that's what i was saying with will smith if if you're an ordinary citizen though i don't that's that's the thing, Rodney. I, that's why I don't like what's happening. I don't like when when Will Smith does what he did or when Floyd Mayweather does what he do. Or you know what? Even when these white uh, actors and actresses and, and um, music artists and stuff, when they do the things that they do, because the first thing we do as black people, we say, well, Elvis, he got away with this. Or, or, yeah, uh, so, or this guy. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, which kind of brings me back to my last point on the Kyrie Irving thing. What I would like for for more uh, your Stephen A. Smiths of the world, your Shaquille O'Neal, when it comes to topics like this, just say I choose not to come, and I'm not about to tear down, down another brother. Well, the thing is, even, see, even though they I get paid big bucks, yeah. The thing is, man, I want I want them to say something, but. I want them to I think what they did was actually kind of right because because the thing is when a brother is wrong it's just he's just wrong man and it, 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 
that's what I just don't understand with the black people, man. It's it's always keeping it solid and not telling. Because I go through this as a manager at work, too. It's always, yeah, I don't want to get this person fired because it's a brother or a sister, even though they did something egregious or yeah, something wrong, like really wrong, fucking wrong, wrong is wrong. Yeah. And and when do and when do we and the thing about it with Kyrie is he hasn't killed anybody. He hasn't done anything, you know, to hasn't to stole nothing. Has, yeah. But yeah. when oh no, go ahead, Rodney. I'm sorry. I, I was just gonna say, um I do feel like Shaq is being unfairly criticized. I I do like I went back and listened to particularly what him and Charles Barkley said. Um I feel, no, I do feel like some may have went overboard, but I feel like Shaq was, is being unfairly criticized. Um, I, cause, hell, we don't have to know Shaq to know that brother has a good heart. It uh, has good intentions and honestly just wants to see people win. Cause I don't know too many celebrities that just walk into Walmart and buy, you know, walk up to random people and pay for just everything in a card and does just like does shit like that on a regular basis. Um, yeah, just on the, and that's what I'm saying. Like if you, if you asking me as a black man, and that's why I say you not to tear, not to tear another brother down, then you tearing Shaq down. Who's a better pillar in our community than Kyrie Irving is. Yeah. So no, it, when you when you ask them, you pick people, but what we do as black people, we pick and choose, and that's what I'm saying. That's why we never can can thrive and get to the next level because we pick and choose to deal with what type of fuckery we want to. Like I said, we sit up here and we can say we don't like domestic violence, but then our uncles and cousins and stuff that's doing the domestic violence, we tolerate and we still talk to them. And that's what I'm saying. Like it just is a we we the ones that say free my cousin Mike after Mike done fucking shot fifty people in the fucking club. Like it, it just it it blows my mind that that what we tolerate and what we deal with in the, in our community and what we let shit pass. We let shit pass with R. Kelly. We let shit pass with Bill Cosby because we like oh them are idols, you know. We let yeah. shit pass with Kyrie Irving. It just it just doesn't make any sense, man. Like. But let that be another person that doesn't have any of the fame, and then we quick to throw them under the fucking bridge without even really knowing the story. Like, look at the the Central Park Six. Not even knowing the story, I bet you back then, I bet you it was a lot of people saying those brothers was guilty. Oh, yeah. I I remember um, as a kid hearing... um, people discuss the central you know the central park five um right five i just yeah even we i mean like you said we sweep stuff um child molestation incest and everything like all that swept under the rug um when it happens in a black community um That's why. That's why with this happening right now, Rodney. That's why I'm not surprised because what Kyrie Irving did was just basically wrong. It was really wrong. But then the first thing black people say, well, the black, well, we we don't. Why are we comparing ourselves on who had the most hurt in American history? That's basically what it's about. We're we're basically comparing ourselves to the most hurt. Well, we went through this much of slavery. Okay. 
they went through hurt too, man. And a lot of times shit really hurts. It's just not about who can fucking deal with the worst hurt and who had it the worst. Let's try to strive and be the best what we can be now. And that's why I was pissed off when I when I went off last week and said, you got a lot of athletes like Kyrie Irving, a lot of artists. They can say shit like this. They can say things like this and still get away and, and have a fourth, fifth, and sixth chance. But a yeah. regular Joe, yeah, he won't. we won't have a chance, man. Let you as a teacher say how you really feel. If you did have the same feelings as Kyrie Irving, you'll be fired and it'll be hard for you to get another job. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would be blackballed from the teaching community. <laughs> no doubt about yeah. that. Um, and I guess that's... Because I saw like a number of people criticizing LeBron... And that really hurt my soul because I feel like LeBron has done more to to bring black people forward than a lot of his contemporaries, uh, Kyrie included. Exactly. That's why I was pissed off when I said, when you look at somebody that's been a pillar in our community, like Shaq, who's touched many, many different people in every community that he's been in. Yeah, and you even know, say what you want about Stephen A. Smith. There's numbers of stories about black journalists uh, who credit Stephen A. Smith with helping them get their foot in the door. Right. I see that little paragraph about the shit that Kyrie Irving did. That's why I said it's not meant for... You, I know you probably hear me say this a, a bunch of times, Rodney. It's not meant for certain people to be rich, especially not myself. Because yeah. I feel like I'm the type of person that I would just basically kind of give it all away, man. Yeah, it's because funny because we, 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 you know, the the Powerball is what, $1.9 billion right now. And I remember Thursday at work, we were discussing, hey, if we were winning Powerball. And I was like, I would probably give, like, family, friends, like, a million dollars a piece. And, like, one of my coworkers, like, that's way too much. Like, I'd get them, like, 100000 But I'm like... The 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 cash out value is almost a billion. Like I could, just, I should be able, like I could give away fifty million and be fine. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying with people, man. Like some people just hoard certain things. You you can't die. It's not gonna go with you when you die. Yeah, and when you hear, you know what's the best enjoyment for me, Rodney? Is I actually love when I see you guys doing good, man. My family and friends. When I see y'all doing good on Facebook. I'll scroll through and see everybody doing good. That shit makes me feel good. And my day is complete. Like, I'm happy. That I'm I'm really honestly happy. That makes me happy. Like, I, that's how I feel. But it's a lot of people that, I, I know it's a lot of people that probably scrolling and they just, they hate to see everybody happy because they probably in a fucked up position. That's sad. Extremely sad. Yes. I don't... I don't... It's like some people are like just naturally... I don't know. Don't like... They don't want to see others do good, uh, which is um, devastating within itself. Um. Whew, that that was a heavy. <laughs> um, I mean, okay. Oh, man, right. So so we since we in this phase, can we talk about Drake real quick? 
Yeah, you know what? That's what I actually wanted. I know we we had our our whole topic, and I know we are we're damn near like thirty minutes in, and we still talking about a few things. I had a couple things to talk about, and Drake was one of them. Yes. So ben, let's talk about Drake. Drake and Twenty One Savage re- album dropped Friday. Uh huh. At first glance, I liked it. I liked the first half of the album better than the second half. Is once again plagued with my my number one criticism of uh, Drake. Um, and then Twenty One Savage had damn Twenty One stuck in my head all day Friday. <laughs> Were you driving down the road? And you was like Twenty One, Twenty One. Yes. Uh, I didn't. Oh. So. Mark Lamont Hill has officially ruined the album for me. Oh wow, I'm I'm surprised. I really like the album. So I I've liked it. Friday, I haven't listened to it since. <laughs> wow, that is that's wow. I've been listening to it every day. Yeah, just going through. Yeah, just going through and making sure like some things I didn't miss, some songs I didn't miss, and I'm like, it's a fun album. It's fun. It's you know, it's it's what hip hop should be. It actually, you know what I like about it? It's mindless. It's just really mindless. Which I think is pretty cool. Especially with the climate of everything going on right now. We need something to get away. And I, that's what we need. Good job from Drake and Twenty One, in my opinion. Yeah, you you know what ruined it for me. What ruined it for you? Um the the whole Cardi B reference. I mean, not Cardi B. Uh, May. If you listen to that, he doesn't he doesn't mention her. I think she went overboard. And I, that's not the first when I first heard that. That's not who I thought about when he said she's getting shots and she calls herself a stallion. Not when she she's got shot and called herself. She's getting shots. I thought. I didn't think of her at all when I heard that reference because I'm I come from in a black community like damn that that girl is stallion she got a fat ass you know that that's what we always said like when I thought of that I didn't think of her at all. Did um, you think? I, I'm I'm curious to see um, if Drake comes out and say what he meant by by the line. Uh, yeah, but Marlon Mahill um, pointed that out, and then I went back and saw there was um, some stuff that Meg has said. So um, I haven't listened to the album since. Um, I did think yeah. it was a, a decent album um, when I was listening to it Friday uh, morning. You know, you know what? It, you know what's crazy too. I seen what Megan The Stallion said, and then I was like, she's gonna feel real stupid. Why didn't she go over the words? It says she's getting shots and she calls herself a stallion. And then everybody knows that Drake fucked his, well, excuse me, Drake messed around with a, a woman called Elk the Stallion, who I've been following since MySpace. She's always <laughs> had a wagon. So she was the first stallion that I knew of before I met, uh, met whatever was the stallion. Um, I, I want to mess her name up. But yeah, uh, Elk the Stallion was the first stallion that I knew of, and I knew her booty was fake. But I was like, damn, uh, 
it just I didn't believe in shots back then, so I didn't know that it wasn't popular in our community. I'll put it to you like that. When yeah. Elton Stallion came along mm-hmm. on MySpace and had them them cheeks, because like I remember, yeah, oh man, I was crazy about her. Last but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, and she was hot back then. Twenty one. But then I'm like, yeah, then I'm mad that Drake smashed her, and then he talking about her on the album. I'm like, damn, like Drake smashed Elton Stallion. And I, I forgot all about her, so I had to go look her up again. I'm like, yeah, Elk the Stallion's still cold, man. She's still cold. But I found out that she's from Germany, and, like, basically he was talking about her. So I'm like, Megan the Stallion, why you do that to yourself? Because now you look stupid. You look real stupid now. Like, he didn't even reference you. And now, what what do you feel guilty about? Yeah. It- so that's what really made me think about it. <laughs> Yeah, I um, I don't know. Oh, and I'm gonna show you the uh, the Elk the Stallion too, man. She's so hot. I mean, but she like German and something else, but she exotic looking. But she used to be hot to me. I don't know. Maybe she. Let me go to Elk the Stallion. She still, I mean, she done picked up a little bit of weight. Her face look a little bit bigger. She's still fine, though. How did I not think this booty wasn't fake when I was younger? Because now she look like she a little, uh, a little heavier, and I don't know. Let me let me share the profile <laughs> with you, brother. And so now you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, he just sent it to me, folks. Let's see. I, I, yeah. Oh yeah, this is ridiculous. Yeah, but see, you can kind of see. My thing is, I'm thinking like she. But she always been like kind of solid like this though. But this is who Drake has been talking to, talking about. And this is Elk the Stallion. So that's why when I'm like, and he said them them shots. Yeah, I'm interested to see. Yeah, she whew. she got a lot going on in the, the backside department. Yeah, she definitely does. Um, <laughs> she'll make a car lean on one side. <laughs> oh, man. I see her laying on her side on one photo. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I don't know, man. I haven't... Uh, I don't know. I, I guess it's kind of before our time that we... Because... Uh, we haven't talked to uh, any females. Have you ever dated a female that had a fake body part in um, the past? Have I dated somebody that had a fake body part? In uh, the past, yes. In the past. <laughs> I yes. went on a few dates with someone uh, who, who boobs were fake. Uh, uh, yeah, I have too. I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so um you know, my 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 cousin died about a, like a year and a half ago from from complication with a BBL, so 
Yeah, I I remember that, brother. I remember that. Yeah, so, uh, it's funny because I've had a few like former students to say they were going to get a BB on. I'm like, uh, you might want to reconsider. <laughs> so, overall, uh, everything being considered, the album was better than I expected, though. <laughs> I'll give them that. Um, is it something that would be in my regular rotation? Probably not the whole album. There, there are a few songs, particularly the like I said, the first half of the album that probably would be in my rotation. Um, but shit's nothing's getting played uh, right now except Nas and, until after um, November the eleventh. So. <laughs> No, you know, you know what I was thinking. So, I thought the same thing with um, with Drake and Future's album, but I guess like some of the songs, just like Drake makes catchy songs. So, twenty one. I see a couple cuts. Yeah, I see a couple cuts on there that's actually. Um, I see a couple cuts on there that can actually be in rotation, like later on down the line, because still Jumpman still goes kind of hard. I can see Outside Boys and um and the other one uh carrying some uh some heat. I can't I forgot the other uh the other a couple other main songs on there, but I can see it carrying over once it finally gets put in the rotation. So right now, I thought it should have came out during the summer, but I can see it coming out for a wintertime vibe. Yeah, yeah. um Um. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, I think that's an album to that we'll revisit in a couple of months. See if um you're still listening to it. Uh, see how well it has aged. Uh, yeah, that's a good topic for us to do. <laughs> what album from 2022 are we still listening to today? <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I was gonna say too, man. Like. What's some albums that you still like listen to or and you know what else came out? The Black Panther uh, Wakanda Forever uh, soundtrack came Which out. Which I have not listened to yet. Uh, I don't we know. I, I, I think the Rihanna it. single killed it for me. So Damn, I thought the same thing too. That's terrible. <laughs> we both hate it. Rihanna, yeah, if, you come out of retirement. That's what you give it's, us? It's, it's not like the... Um, Kendrick Lamar inspired album. Yeah, I agree. It's, uh, that Kendrick album is still in my rotation. Well, they they kind of went the route of having um, a lot of uh, artists from around that way too. I do see uh, Tim's on there and Burner Boy and uh, uh, Fireboy uh, DML and. I, I see, you know, I see a couple other uh, artists on there from from around that way. So I, I see where they were kind of going with this one, but um, it doesn't do it for. I'll listen to it. Doesn't do it. I'll listen to it before the 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 movie drop on Friday. Uh, maybe tomorrow, since Good Morning America has declared this uh, Black Panther <laughs> week. So we'll see. I'm still yeah. interested to see how exactly um, 
they they weave the the story around uh, the the death of Chadwick Boseman. So, um, did you right, did yeah. you catch the interview with his um, wife? No, I didn't catch it. Yeah, she was on Good Morning America. Um, just very very sad because she basically said uh, he started getting really bad around the time you know of of covid and the quarantine so she was like you know why other people were and she was like it was really the first time that they got to be just by them you know as a family just together constantly and she said that's when herself um really started to take a turn um and then uh what's the director ryan uh can't think of his last name basically said he finished the black panther 2 script and sent it to chadwick for him to read and you know chadwick basically told him that he wasn't going to read it till after the studio uh, but come to find out like he was just basically he, he sent him the script like two weeks before he passed so he was just tired uh, right man Damn, man. R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman, too, man. That hell of an actor, hell of a guy, too. That left a huge impact on uh, on Hollywood. Because that's somebody that you didn't, I didn't realize, like, how many he, how many people he touched. Until yes, um, so many of the, especially the actors and actresses that, that uh, went to Howard, um, a lot of them tell stories about, you know, Chadwick, you know, being a mentor to them. Um, just the impact he just, it seemed like everybody he touched, he had a positive, but just impact, positive light on. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, if part of like, you know, I want to see Black Panther 2, then part of me is like, you know, I'd, I don't, because I just want to remember, like, the original just with, like, Chadwick will always be Black Panther. Like, Michael Keaton will always be Batman to me, so. Right. The only, I think the the main thing, I'm, I'm in it just like you. I do want to see the movie and everything, don't get me wrong, but I want to see how they celebrate him and how... You know, they, they wind up doing a tribute to him maybe at the end of the movie. And- yeah. I've, it's giving me, like, what was it, Fast 7? Um, the one that Paul Walker couldn't finish. Um, yeah. If they That's do, what Bob is giving me, too. Yeah. Um, you know, you talk about a heartbreaking tribute at the end when he goes one way and Vin Diesel goes the other way. And they hit this, uh, the what was uh, Sam Smith's song? Yeah. <laughs> they had that song with um, also uh, the song that, uh, damn it, Wiz Khalifa. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah. That, every time I think about, every time that song comes on, I think about him. That's how, that's how impactful that song was. Um, See You Again with Wiz Khalifa. Yeah, that's so that's it's it yeah, that song gets very um 
What was it? What's the Diddy and Faith Evans song after Biggie died? Oh, I'll be missing you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That that's how that's how impactful that song is, man. That's a damn good comparison, Rodney. And that's how that's how hard that song hits your heartstrings. Yeah. Um. Whew, heavy topic today. <laughs> we, That's what I was saying. Yeah. A lot of the topics is extremely heavy. Yeah, man. we and went. Like, I'm here. We went uh, completely. <laughs> if you're new to the podcast, it's not always this deep and heavy. Uh, we do like to laugh too. <laughs> yeah, it just it's just with so many different topics coming up. You know what's crazy, man, Rodney? I'm, I'm gonna say this before we get the hell out of there in a few. It's just is us as, as black people, we go through a roller coaster of emotions all the time, man. Mm-hmm. It's just it feel like it's you know we we try to live life to the fullest because that's what we always been taught. You know we went through so much in life and um and, and through history that we we try to celebrate each other and and celebrate you know every day and live each day like it's last like it's our last and um. It's just life is just an emotional roller coaster, man. We we get invested in these stars and these artists, these music artists. And like I had mentioned before, a lot of times I don't know if, if a lot of them know the impact they leave on our lives. And uh, Chadwick Boseman, man, I never met this man before, but um, he honestly got my heart, man. It's a, you know, it's, it made me realize like how much I really valued this movie and how Black Panther has been a staple in our in our community, like. I was happy to see all the kids with the Black Panther mask and, you know, adults and and there was the number one movie and it just it, it tugged at my heartstrings and it's a hell of a movie is hell of all the actors and actresses, man. Like is I'm just happy that we have this movie and it, it's our movie. It's yeah, our movie, we, all black Panther. Yeah, us. we we walking up to each other with the one Wakanda forever, you know. Um Yeah. I, the actually the first I bought Ali a comic book and it was the Black Panther the one that Tiny Heasy Coast has has started to do, um, but I, was, I you just got me going back to like the first Black Panther like that one of the that was like date night for everybody. <laughs> yeah, oh man, it was it was just like date night for everybody and even after then I got. I had the movie and I purchased it on Voodoo, and even when the movie still comes on, sometimes on like TBS. Or oh, you, TNT, yeah, you just, yeah, you gotta sit there and watch yeah. it. Like, I got the like I have it on Apple TV, and um, I have the DVD, the Blu-ray somewhere. Yeah, that's how much we love that movie, and um, that's why that's why, man, I always tell people like. We got to make sure we value our movies and our films, man, with our people in it and show out for when our people are in it. You know, I understand like loving a, a movie. I'm a fan of, of multiple cultures of, of uh, actors and actresses, too. But when it's our movie, man, I, I it holds a little bit closer and near and dear to me. So I I, I want I'm going to support Black Panther, too, man. I don't I don't want it to stop at two. I, if it can keep going forever, man. I think that's what Chad would want. Yeah, let it be the the Black Fast and Furious. I swear, 
We gonna oh, be no. okay. Now wait a minute. Now. <laughs> I swear we gonna be fifty, and they still gonna be making <laughs> Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I don't want it to be like that. Now. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't want it to be like that. Now you're right about that. It's got to stop there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think they're going to what eleven now for the Fast and the Furious. Oh man, oh. let me see. Oh uh, damn, it is gonna be an eleven. Watch. All right, I, I remember. Uh, Ludacris or or event one of them Tyrese saying something about eleven was gonna be the last one. No, there's it's never gonna stop. Yeah, it's never gonna stop. Let's see. Bath ten. Okay, maybe we'll stop at ten. No, it's not going to stop at 10. It's going to keep going. They're going to come up with another plot, and then they're going to put it fast 11. Just trust me. <laughs> and somewhere, somewhere down the line, because all you got to get is what? Four or five million people to like fall in line with this movie and actually really want to watch it. And then that's, yeah, this is going to happen. It's, it's billions of people. This whole world, man, billions of people. They know they can go overseas and get money, and then here in the U.S. and yeah, it, no. Just. Yeah, I, I think Black Panther though. One one other thing I think it did for Black people is it's really one of the first positive Black movies to get heavily rewarded in Hollywood. That's true. That is true, because if you if you think about it, um, some some of the most successful recognized black Hollywood movies have negative connotations to them. Training Day, Denzel playing a crooked cop. Monsters Ball, Holly Berry had to take her clothes off. Um, right. Even when when you 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 think of like a boys in the hood, or even um, like what did Denzel won like a Golden Globe or whatever Best Supporting Actor in Glory or whatever. Um, but the most famous scene from the movie Glory is the the whole whipping scene. Exactly. Um. So I, I think that's what's up. Um, Black Panther part because movies like Remember the Titans uh, didn't get that recognition from uh, from Hollywood or even Malcolm X or you know um, even the the heavyweight cast like a, a Dream Girls. Didn't yeah. get didn't get the recognition. Yeah, you're right about that, and that's why I, I was really surprised. One thing I could say about the Black Panther movie, with this with this really predominantly, super predominantly um, African American, uh, or multicultural, because it's, it's from all over, man. 
And I, I was kind of surprised by that too, because you had some people from France, some from Africa, from uh, United States. It just was, you got multi, multiple cultures of, of African-American, African people, um, black people. And it, it just, it blew my mind that everybody there, their acting chops were superb. Everybody's acting was 100% like right on cue. On man. point, yeah. And their rapport with everybody, yeah, everybody was, their rapport with each other was awesome. Like, I, that's what, I, it just felt like you, like they were real. And that's why you had a lot of people talk about, we need our words with Condad. I'm trying to go there. You know, <laughs> yeah. because they just, yeah, they made it feel like it was just, like, it's a real place, man. That The acting in that movie was awesome. It made, it didn't even feel like it was part of the, the DC universe. The, uh, I'm sorry, the Marvel. Excuse me. I didn't mean to offend nobody. The Marvel universe. It just didn't feel like it. It felt like it was his own movie. Yeah. And then, and then, and I, Definitely stands apart, if you ask me, from the other uh, Marvel uh, movies. Right. It just, Marvel was in their bag with this one. That's what I was expecting. I'm expecting more from uh, from their counterpart and from some of the uh, and from the, their rivals, too, man, to step up and make some more good movies like this. Because there's a lot of other black superheroes, too. And, um, Let's try to like let's utilize them, man, and shine some light on them too, because I know they came up with a couple of series that were pretty good. I I enjoyed Black Lightning. Yeah, and I'm I hate that um, the CW um, canceled uh, Black Lightning. Yeah, um, I was just getting into it. Same thing with Luke Cage. Luke Cage was a it was a great series that I feel like was canceled prematurely. Man, I didn't understand that. I hated that they canceled that. And I can't even think of the actor's real name, but he will be ever known. <laughs> right. He, yeah, he Luke Cage, even yeah. on Evil. I'm like, look at Luke Cage on Evil. He a priest. Luke Cage a priest. Yeah, no. so. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm excited to see... Um, where where they take Black Panther, I, I feel like go ahead at least make it a trilogy. Yeah, I could. I I would love that too, Rodney. I would love that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, that's perfect. Make it a trilogy. So <laughs> speaking of trilogies, and we can get here out of here on this note. Creed three, when it comes out, are you going to see it? Oh hell yeah, of course! I gotta see Creed three, man. Gotta see it. That's gold right there. One yeah. and two were yeah. magnificent. Uh, I hope uh, Michael B. Jordan brings his um, acting chops on this one. His well, uh, Jonathan Major, no no slouch. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, John. Yeah, man. He's a man. I love him on the. I'm so pissed. Not, not, you know, now I'm going to get mad. Oh, all I got him you. having Everybody. Lovecraft Country flashback. Oh, come on. He don't, like, even, don't even say He it. don't even have to finish his thought. I already know where. Oh, I'm so pissed. <laughs> Why would you? They just won awards. What is wrong with you, HBO? You're stupid. They just won all them fucking awards. And it, uh, you know, we about to get out of here. I could talk for like another two hours about this shit because I'm upset now. Damn, that was a damn good show. 
I got a good topic that we can do the next time since you're so upset about this. Uh huh. Um, black shows that were canceled too soon and black movies we would like to see a sequel or a remake done of. Yeah, I, I'm right with you. Let's go. Let's do it, Rodney. Because I'm mad. I, I got a bit about homeboys in outer space. <laughs> I'll just get rid of it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, folks, by the way, that's like the black version of Joe versus the Volcano. <laughs> <laughs> Worst Tom Hanks movie it. ever made. <laughs> Just like why? So, uh, <laughs> on that note, if you're listening to this and it's Monday evening, Tuesday morning, uh, get out, exercise your right to vote. Uh, very, uh, very important election, and hold on to your seats. I've heard, and Tommy mentioned this earlier on the podcast. One Donald J. Trump is supposed to be announcing um, his run for president in twenty twenty four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What else? What else can you say, <laughs> man? I just please go vote because you. Oh, I'm just. Uh, just the thought of, of having another Trump presidency. It just. And I love I love Biden too, but can we get somebody that's young, that's coherent, that understands somebody that's not drawing a social security check. Yeah, just somebody that understands like we are all people and we we can't unite off of hate. We can't separate off of hate. We get we can't just move off of hate period. Okay, yeah. we just need to come together. And hate is not it's no divide and conquer here. We all want people and we need to get our shit together. We need to bring somebody to the table that that understands logic and can put together a whole sentence and <laughs> Because I don't understand shit that's going on with Biden, and I don't understand <laughs> shit that's going on with Trump. I love Joe Biden, man, but I was like, what the hell? I When I, when he's doing a speech, I'm like, okay, let me go on fucking C-SPAN or wherever I can catch it at. Somebody this get this man it. some Pedialyte. <laughs> <laughs> I said, God, we knew we voted him in, too, and shit, and he, like, turned around shaking ghost hand and saying crazy shit, and I'm like, oh Lord. Next page like, on the t- to the <laughs> <laughs> And then you got Trump. He don't know what the fuck going on. I'm just I can't I don't want to deal with him or Joe. It just put them both away, please. So depending on how Wednesday goes, our our uh, bonus podcast should be very interesting. <laughs> 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 but on oh, that note, folks, uh Thank you for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so. And we'll catch y'all on Wednesday with another bonus episode. Hey.